to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Marin. This is Emily. This is Charles. And we are Remember, Remember Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Um, on this uh, week's episode of Remember Twilight, we are continuing our very exciting and very fun interview series with Charles, the cosplayer. Some of you might recognize Charles from pictures of 2021's Forever Twilight and Forks Festival, where he was featured as freaking Jasper in the coven. I mean, in the, the, the coven, the colon coven, the Olympic coven. Is that what it's called? That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. I think I would know by now. I was there. I, I took a video with Charles and I made him say his favorite thing, I'm sure, which was battle scars. Battle scars. Um, I saw everybody taking those videos videos of you saying battle scars and I was too shy to ask him and it was like I got a little tipsy at the party and I was like I'm gonna do it and I did it so you did it my favorite thing was that you became like a featured spotlight on snapchat for the dancing on the dance floor that was my favorite thing it was so unpredictable but just like perfect did you see it actually blew up on tiktok after that Yes. yes. <laughs> that was so funny. It was so funny, especially that Rosalind was playing in the back and then you just see a vampire in the middle of Forks and someone from Florida's looking at it. I just think the humor is layered there. Incredible. Um, let's go ahead and start. And I and I, I would actually like to hear that story from your point of view in a second. But let me, um, first of all, in, let's introduce you. Would you please tell us your name and your pronouns? Yeah, my name is Charles Kraus. Um, he, him. And your cosplay character that you're probably in this community going to be most famous for is Jasper. Yeah, the great Jaspy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my nickname for Jasper. 
I love it. So. so good. So if you can tell people who are unfamiliar with you a little bit about yourself and kind of how you found yourself as Jasper in Forks last year. Yeah, this has to be an interesting story because I didn't realize until a couple minutes ago when you hopped on the call that you just have recently gotten into the Twilight community. So please give us that background. I'm so okay, so this is a very strange start to the story. So um, were you guys ever familiar with Swan's Eye View? No. <laughs> okay, so this was um, Mary Beth and some other people just own properties out in Forks, you know, the um, Colon House, uh, Bella's House, and they started a project. And in the summer of 2020, my friend Keanu was in this little tiny itsy bitsy brand new clothing shop in Port Angeles. And this person named Bella goes in and sees her and he overhears her talking about like acting and stuff. He's like, oh, I do acting. She's like, oh, you'd be a perfect Jacob. And then him and I ended up posting a photo together and she sees that photos and she was like, oh, would you want to, would he be interested in being a part of a Twilight thing? And I was like, yeah, but we didn't hear anything for months. And then around January of 2021, we get like called out to Forks to do some content. And they were like, you're going to play Edward and you're going to play Jacob. And I was like, whoa, dang. Um, and by the way, I started. I'd never read it. I lived, I grew up in Port Angeles, but I never read or saw Twilight because my parents didn't let me. And so I just never kind of got into it. And so I like started binging. I started reading. I was like, okay, I got to get into like, what what's going on and so we get out there and uh long story short we can talk about it more later but swans i viewed didn't end up working out there were just some things that went on and i met with sam who does um just bella swan and rosalie hale for the coven and that summer we had met up to do a photo shoot because i also do photography and later that day she asked if i wanted to be jasper for the wedding and i was like oh my god that's cool yeah duh and so then right as FTF came around, it was like a week and a half before their Jasper wasn't going to come out. And they were like, Charles, do you want to come out like next week and be Jasper? And I was like, okay, sure. What's FTF? I'll <laughs> and then the wig you saw me wear was actually, I think a Rosalie wig that they just cut. Cause it was, oh my God. it was last minute. I had zero costume. I went to Walmart the day before and got everything. I thought FTF was going to be a couple tents and stuff. You are fulfilling all of my wildest dreams with this interview. This is incredible. <laughs> Keep going. There's so many layers. I'm going to go into all of them. I'm so, I'm so excited. But yeah, I get to FTF and I'm like, oh no, what if people think I'm cringy? I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I, I feel like a fake vampire. Like no one's going to think I'm cool. No one knows me. Like I was, sh I saw V and I was like, she's well, a yeah. vampire. What am I? And yeah, then, like, I have to stand by her. <laughs> uh, and I was just so nervous. And then a uh, huge um, Twilight fan, her name is Deborah. She came into my the first like meet and greet kind of thing with V and I. And she just fangirling and going side. I was like, wait, these people actually appreciate me. And so I got into character all of a sudden. I was like, okay, this is not, honestly, my expectations weren't very high for FTF. I thought it was going to be like, you know, a couple tents, you know, the museum would be open. Some people like from around town would be there. No, mm -hmm. this thing was worldwide. <laughs> it was <laughs> so well put together. And I was just like, damn, okay, this is legit. So that's my Jasper story. And then, you know, it's been Jasper and Edward on the side ever since. 
incredible I love that you're cast for the wedding before FTF that just makes everything even funnier I love everything about this This I didn't even know FTF existed until like two weeks before so (laughs) not with this uh we kind of skipped forward but I really do tell me a little bit about yourself like who are you yeah so some very basic things I'm I do photography professionally so you know, uh, weddings, engagements, portraits, stuff like that. And then I also do real estate photography. I'm getting close to be able to do that full time, but not quite there. So I'm doing, you know, some other work at a restaurant right now, but hopefully that'll work out. And I model with Muse Agency. Oh, I saw West Coast Modeling Company. Um, and I love music. Like that's my main passion. The reason I want my own business and stuff is so I can have more time and money to pursue the um, expenses and time needed for music. I've been playing piano for 14 years. I sing, I've played violin for seven years, but I kind of dropped that recently. But I briefly went to school and I learned music production and I do songwriting. So eventually the world will hear my music, but until then, just karaoke here and there. And grind in a way. I love it. I love it. That's what we got to do. I grew up in Port Angeles too, for the most part, but gosh, cool. It's so beautiful out there. It's gorgeous. My view right here, like my room, there's just tons of trees, like right out there. Mm. It's gorgeous. Incredible. Okay. So we, that's when I, that's a skipping back a question. Sorry. I (laughs) derailed us because I was so interested in this, um, Jasper thing. <laughs> so, so you told us the Jasper like how that started which I find incredibly fascinating to me that's kind of like that's the uh, growing up as an actor too I'm like that's the gift of being a man is that somebody's gonna see you and be like he's a beautiful man I'm gonna give him this part where like me as a woman I'm like I've been clawing my way to parts my entire life so I'm like I love that that happened for you that is the dream is that somebody just like discovers you somewhere tell me more about since you since you were like thrust into this Jasper role and the Edward role it seems like you had to just like learn about Twilight you mentioned that your parents wouldn't let you watch it. Yeah, so interested <laughs> in this question mark. <laughs> like what? Yeah, um, I grew up in Port Angeles, which is literally Twilight. Yes. And as the craze started yeah. happening, I remember the backpacks, the notebooks in elementary school, the pencil cases, literally just everything, everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's cool. But you know, there was that opposite side where it was. Twilight's stupid. These people are weird. It was like the Bieber yeah. fever, but Twilight. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. so I wasn't on either bandwagon. I was just kind of like, oh, that's weird. But I didn't think about any, I didn't think about any of it. And then I asked, um, but my parents were um, pretty conservative in what the, we were allowed to watch. And I didn't get to watch much TV. We didn't have TV or anything as a kid either. And hardly got to do any of that, which has us good and bads, but and then I remember this was really interesting. The first movie came out and you know, Bella Italia, right? Yes. Obviously. So there was a movie, there is a literal movie theater right next to Bella Italia in Port Angeles. Mm-hmm. And they had that movie. I don't know if it premiered there, but in this small town, there was a line of people camping for <laughs> days before the movie came out. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I, we don't make it easy for people to not call us crazy. Like we leave no room. Literally. We're just insane. Honest to God, when when the last Twilight book came out, Emily and I went 
to Port Angeles to buy it. We don't live in Washington, but we went to Port Angeles to buy that book. That's how. Wow. It's great for tourism. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, that's fun though. Like, do you like Port Angeles, by the way? Oh, I love it. I love it. (laughs) I was sad to see that that movie theater looks like it's just like not being used anymore. So it kind of makes me happy that people did get to watch Twilight there back in the day. It's right next to Bella Italia. Um, But they are actually turning it into a theater for plays and stuff. I saw that when we were there. There was a sign that said it was being remodeled. I was very happy. It'll be good eventually. So, but yeah, that's, that was a really interesting. And I just never was able to watch it read it and then the hype kind of you know died down and until I got asked to be out there I never was able to get into that fandom to know that I grew up in this town and did not know anything about it and then was invited to be part of it I was like okay and like I've also grown up acting my whole life like doing plays and stuff so I knew the importance of learning a character and building that so I got as much as I could um so yeah I'm not quite sure what the question was but I think that's that particular thought that was perfect that was a great twilight origin story of like I did not know anything about this thing that was surrounding me (laughs) I love it yeah I loved the character of Jasper that you put together though I never in a million years would be like this is someone who doesn't know what he's doing no, I, I, thought I thought this is someone who knows what he's doing so much so that he can parody it in the perfect way and just like actually have fun as Jasper because Jasper gets so little screen time that it's like there's really a lot of ways you could go with him um but what you came up with was just perfect I yeah loved it. they're yeah. like Partying, like, like ass dancing Jasper is what I went to FTF for. Mm -hmm. Honestly, (laughs) I couldn't believe I'm, I'm really, I am shocked as Emily is that you you didn't know of, of Jasper beforehand because you just like stepped into that role so flawlessly. I, cause like, I like always want to think of Jasper as, as like, we are old timey twilight purists, like book purists Mm -hmm. is that we are like, Jasper is like such a beloved brother and he protects his family so much. He could do really bad things with his power, but he chooses not to. He's a great guy. And I also think he's got to be fun at a party. He's with Alice. Like she's the funnest one. And so he's got to have a party side. And so when you brought that out at the dances, I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what we're here for. Is this like the fun Jasper? who just lets it all go at a party Mm -hmm. it was fun and I didn't expect myself to have that much energy I slept maybe two hours a night and I had I that was a hard summer for me and to party like that I was like "Mm -hmm." the inner Jasper clawed his way out yes the gift of self fun emotions (laughs) (laughs) he deserves it he deserves it after all that So after being kind of tossed in last year and doing the wedding recreation, um, you've been invited back as part of the Olympic Coven this year again. So is that um, kind of like a permanent position? Tell us a little bit about how that happened. Yeah, so technically I was filling in for um, the previous Jasper. Um, It's been the past few years, though. 
as of what I know, he was um, not able to make it out as much um, and he was really limited with his schedule. So I stepped in this year and I guess I wasn't never, I was never really officially invited back. I just, I was just, <laughs> I'm included in the group chat. They have the plans for me. I'm, it's just kind of, I think it just kind of seamlessly yeah. happened. I took it. I'm like, yeah, of course. I Hell love yeah. it. It's exciting. If they're going to give it to you, take it. And you're so good but at I, it. I'm growing out my hair. So I can have no wig. Are you kidding? I was wondering if you were doing that and I didn't want to ask because I didn't want to be presumptive, but your hair looks like Jasper's hair. Yeah, I'm trying to get it. I have a hair appointment tomorrow to really get it going. So because FTF's coming up in a month and I need time to, you know, prepare. Oh my gosh. Perfect. I want to have good hair for, because the wig was iconic. Yes. Is it accurate? <laughs> Maybe by Twilight movie standards, but <laughs> by Jasper and my standards, I was like, I think this will be cool to have it with real hair. So I've I've never had my hair this long either. So I fully support. I am a I'm a big fan of a long hair on a guy. So you went to the festival. It was your first time last year. You did not know what to expect. You <sighs> your expectations were completely as far as I can tell, kind of blown out of the water. So as somebody who has just been through that recently, what would you tell people who haven't been yet? We have a bunch of friends coming this year who haven't ever been to the festival before. So what would Mm -hmm. you like advice? What would you tell them to expect? What? (laughs) Coming out like to the festival, really take advantage of everything there is because there's a lot to do not necessarily even just the activities or what's going on in the town but a lot of nature whether it's ruby beach first beach second beach first beach is uh le push baby beach um <laughs> then there's you know the whole rainforest and even stopping in port angeles bella italia the olympic mountains and like hurricane ridge there's endless things to do so i'd say one research the area look at some bucket list things to do and if you can like get a little extra time to spend in Forks and Port Angeles and even maybe like the Seattle area if you're coming from like way out of town that would be because there's a lot more here than you might expect and then also like if you're a fan and you're like oh I don't know if I want to dress up like dress up wear the contacts wear the makeup dress all the way up if you want talk to the cosplayers like immerse yourself don't feel embarrassed just go for it dance on the dance floor wake up early and go to bed late like let yourself live because there's no judgment out there at least not from the cosplayers and the people who are going to surround you and that really support you so don't feel embarrassed about interacting in a way that you may dream in your head but feel awkward in real life that is literally the best advice i've heard because as a as a fan, I do I I have the urge to dress up and to be really nerdy and to get the laugh. Luckily, I am part of this podcast, so I have an excuse where yeah. I can like I'm gonna wear the the khaki skirt and blue blouse because I want to. But I think the normal like the everyday fan is a little shy about it and they're shy to approach the cosplayers. But all I received last year was love and acceptance and like mm-hmm. please. Me, please come take a picture with me, come dance with me. Like it was so inviting and so welcoming and so warm. So thank you for that. That was great advice. Yeah, I think our natural instinct is to like 
we're kind of trained by Disneyland, right? Is like you see a character and unless they have a line, you kind of just wave and smile as they walk past you. But in Forks, they're literally there to like enhance the guest experience. So don't Mm -hmm. hesitate, like stopping them. If they're out at an event, they're there to talk to you. Hopefully this year we can give hugs. Last year was masks and everything, but I would love to give hugs and stuff. So if we're allowed to this year, definitely come up to me and any of the other cosplayers that are okay with that. I love that. Okay, so we, we've we learned your whirlwind Twilight story. So <laughs> outside of Twilight, you mentioned a couple of your interests, but do you have any like big projects that you're working on as far as music or photography or your modeling are concerned? Yeah, because I was really surprised when I reached out to you about this podcast um, interview, you directed me to all of your other Instagram pages. And I was like, damn, these are gorgeous. So please do tell us all of all your stuff, not just Twilight stuff. So the Swans Eye View was this idea of kind of, um, book accurate stuff and really getting a different side of Twilight and creating content for that, that hasn't been created before. Um, but because that didn't work out, Mary Beth, me, and Keanu, and some other people have come together. But um, especially us, we've kind of worked to create this concept for Twilight. So diving into the world of Twilight, staying true to what Stephanie Meyer wrote, but expanding upon the relationships, the aesthetic, the vibe of Twilight. Um, so it's almost like walking, like when I looked at when I'm trying to like post the pictures or make the stories, I add little music or um, I do a lot of editing because I take all the photos or most of them and I edit all of them. So I'm very intentional about creating a world where you feel almost trapped and kind of like Coraline. It's magical, but something's not right. It's kind of uncomfortable, but it's still really cool. And so finding different sides of characters too. So the bright, more almost heroic side of Jacob. And then the more Rosalie looks a lot darker than you would expect, but still very beautiful. And then Edward's very, um, there's a lot of solace there. And so trying to create a lot of that. And so that's one of the projects I work and there's going to be a lot of, it's going to expand into a lot of other ways. So keep your eye out on that. It's dreaming in twilight. That's the, what is it? Username? Yes. Yeah. At dreaming.in.twilight. But yeah, then each of us have our own character pages so we can interact as our characters. And it really, we want to create a world that you can step into, just a piece of internet that can kind of let your imagination roam in the world of Twilight without recreating book or movie content. So that's one at the end of this episode, let me know all of those um, usernames and I'll put them in the show notes in case anybody wants to follow those. I'm obsessed with that. I mean, Emily and I love the books and that's what we've spent the past three years talking about the books. So I can't wait to see all of these. Yeah. And those pictures are really cool too, because it's almost like you got stuck at the Cullen's house Mm -hmm. and you're seeing everybody interact in a way that kind of, like you said, breaks the stereotype of what you get from Bella's perspective on the book and you get a kind of like get a glimpse into what like an actual day with these siblings would be like which I think is really cool I love it exactly and like what it would be like if Edward and Jacob got along or interact and stuff like that and so yeah it's a lot it's a lot of fun to do that um 
And secretly, I am learning as Edward, Claire de Lune on the piano. So someday that'll be showcased to the world. But it's a hard song. I'm struggling a little, but it'll happen. It'll happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's that. That's one of them. Let's see. Any other? Like, I am working on my music. Um, what kind of music? Have, what's that? What kind of music? What do you like to do? I want to, I like to do a lot of different things, but I want to be like known for and like actually try to make a career out of writing and producing my own electronic songs. So kind of like Lady Gaga and Billie Eilish mixed. Oh, oh gosh, I can't wait to hear it. I'm excited to release stuff, but I got I want to release good stuff. So it's taking some time to get it up to that standard of mine. Sure, sure, sure. I get that. I get the. I don't have that in me. I do not have one stitch of perfectionism in me at all. And so I, but Emily does. And so I, I see it all the time where she makes sure that every, everything we put out is, is up to a really high standard. And I'm the one who's always like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to put out this thing. That's like not as perfect as good as, as anybody else would want. But yeah, I love that. I love the, I love the, like wanting it to be really, really good vibe <laughs> yeah yeah I think the hardest part of that is when your taste is so much higher than what you can like actually do oh. <laughs> it's like you have the like specific vision in mind and you know how you want it to feel and look and like your hands just won't cooperate like it can be so frustrating so I totally get it <laughs> sometimes that I'm like I want to sound like Beyonce but it sounds like a burp and I'm like <laughs> to you though I bet if somebody else was listening they'd be like this is amazing so yeah yeah we are our biggest critics so uh -huh, uh -huh. Mm -hmm. also look yeah. at this little mug I'm drinking out of it's it's chip it's so cute <laughs> <laughs> i love him does he have a chip on him yes right here oh my gosh everybody this is the cutest <laughs> thing i've ever seen what else what else anything else you want to tell us that you're working on hmm, let's see um outside of that i love i've been going out hiking and backpacking a lot more now that i'm in port angeles again which i love to do being in nature is wonderful Please. Yeah, no, literally anyone coming out to Washington, make one day if you can for nature because there's astounding beauty. It is incredible to just stand at the shore of the ocean for people like I, we've been landlocked our whole lives and just to get out there and stand on the shore is like, oh, it's, it's healing almost. I know that sounds so cliche, but it really feels like, oh, I can breathe for the first time. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's amazing. So I agree. Let me ask you this. You do a lot of content creating. You, you create photographs, you do Instagram pages, you make music. I want to know as a creator, what is your least favorite and most favorite things about doing this kind of creation? I know that right now on social media, it's like if you're not constantly creating, you're mm. not getting anywhere so I want to hear your point of view about like favorite and least favorite things about that kind of life yeah I'll start with my favorite so like when I say take a photo or edit photos or whatever whether it's for my personal page or a twilight thing something whatever it is and knowing I spent time on doing that and then I am personally satisfied with this level and I'm like oh that looks like that's quality like I put my time effort to build a skill and it looks good and I'm getting good feedback and it's kind of aligning with my vision for whatever it is. And so 
seeing it pay off to me personally, I, I used to, you know, in middle school post and be like, oh, I hope this person blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, I really enjoy what I do, regardless of what other people may think. And it's nice to get feedback, of course, but I really do it for myself. And another aspect of that is I look at the beginning of my Instagram and I was interested in photography my whole life. And I see like me trying to do it with my smartphone in seventh grade. And it's like, oh, he's trying so hard. He and did he such a good going. job. The little train that could. And then to see my evolution, I love that. And then just being able to see different eras or times in my life or into um, the coven or whatever it is, it's really neat to be able to see that chronologically. So I do love that aspect. The other type is for Dreamy and Twilight, a lot of the photos I edit take about 45 minutes per photo because I work a long time to get every little thing perfectly from colors to shadows lighting everything and so it takes a long time and to find that time to sit there and just move that slider and then to look at it the next morning and be like oh what was i thinking <laughs> and so it does it's very time consuming and then consistency is really hard because it takes a lot of time and then if you get off one day then you just fall off like i had to recreate a y'all can't see it but you two can yeah. a posting schedule that I aspire to have, <laughs> especially with the Instagram algorithm now, it's less focused on photos. And so to expand our audience or to even reach our audience in general, which you have to post reels and videos, which has pushed me to get into videography, but it's kind of frustrating because me and a lot of other people put a lot of hard work into photos, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really sad that Instagram is trying to replicate like TikTok because it's like TikTok exists and it's its own thing. But there's I have a huge appreciation for photography. I've been like I've also been interested in it my whole life. I haven't pursued it personally, but I have so many like local photographers that I've been following since I was in high school. So I've seen their journey over like the last 15 years and how much hard work they put in and I I hate that that's being overshadowed by something as silly as just like trying to keep up with a competitor it really is yeah. so silly it feels like it's so frustrating because as just a regular Instagram user and not a photographer I came to Instagram because it felt like a place where I could just go and look at pictures and I loved that back in the day and now I'm like I love a reel I do. I love to look at a reel, but I fight against it so hard on my, my own pages and the Twilight pages where I'm just like, I know I shouldn't be fighting against this and I should be creating reels, but it makes me kind of the rebel in me is like, no, I refuse. I refuse to break from what I want to do and what I want to be here for. And I know it's not going to make a difference, but I just, my brain won't let me do it because it makes me angry. I want Instagram to be a photography website still. You hear that Instagram? You listening? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're probably not because they never do. God. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate a photography account because that's what I, that's what I came here for to, to Instagram for is for the photography, but yeah. I hate that. To, that's I don't know about you but my least favorite thing about content creation is having to keep up with the newest thing when it's like that's not where my strengths lie and that's not where I started at so exactly anyway. and like the thing how it just it's always changing and so it's like mm -hmm. 
I guess there's it's if I if you think about it a little bit, we're still in the fetus stage of all this social media. Like it's been around for ten years, yeah. And so I guess I I hope someday they really find a middle ground because they keep changing. But yeah, that's also very frustrating. Yeah, because there's so many people who get so good at a specific thing, but in order to like make money as an artist. It almost is less about how good you are at your skill and more about how adaptable you are at technology, which is so silly to make artists like learn things that aren't don't have anything to do with their actual skill. Right. I'm like, we are, I feel like very confident in our podcasting skills and I feel very frustrated that we have to do all of these other things in order to also be a podcaster. I'm like, no, (laughs) So that that would be frustrating for you. Yeah. I'll figure it out eventually. You'll do it. Yeah. You'll do it. I mean, you've got all the talent you need, so we're here for you. (laughs) Okay. Charles, um, this next question is, (laughs) really fun and we know we're gonna be seeing you in september we're gonna at the festival most likely yes (laughs) and so we want to know what your plans are kind of past the festival and how you are going to be still involved with twilight past september yeah so i know obviously the coven will continue to post content and whatnot and so will I for Jasper, which I got to get on. I haven't posted since the wedding, but I want to, if you keep up with Dreamy and Twilight, there are, I can't say right now, but there's a lot of things that are going to be coming from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so keep up with that. Cause there's going to be s- some really exciting things that no one really knows about yet. And so th- that will be exciting working with like Mary Beth and the Miller Tree Inn, there's a lot of events that they throw. So one of them is the Killer Tree Inn. And I'm going to be going out there and I want to dress up as Jasper and, you know, wear that persona, but more of a horror vibe than cool. So maybe it's like a- Jasper before he found Alice. It's yeah. Jasper <laughs> who communicates with Jay Jenks. Yes. It's that Jasper. There you yeah. go terrifying to me I can't even imagine him I've never met him but he scares the shit out of me (laughs) he's a scary guy he's a scary guy (laughs) he's not the newel post Jasper no that's a personal uh, remember Twilight joke (laughs) (laughs) so working with a lot Mary Beth and the Miller Tree Inn and Dreamy and Twilight I think are going to be the most areas where there's going to be a lot of new experiences and things for fans to interact with but then just continually posting with what's his name jasper and the olympic coven nice yeah there's a lot of fun things coming i can't wait i i i don't know i just like i'm really excited to see all the stuff that you're gonna do because like i love to meet somebody who's just learning about twilight as somebody who's got it forever and has been deep into it for years i love and finish the books yeah it's on my beautiful shelf Oh, gorgeous. So cute. I love that. Okay, let me ask you this. You personally, Charles, if you were in a room with Edward Cullen, what is the least thing that you would want him to overhear you thinking about? I'm going to keep it peachy. Okay. (laughs) So you don't have to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I like my (laughs) reputation. Okay. Uh, Let's see. 
I get, I'm an Aries. Okay. I get angry, mm-hmm. not thinking of violence, but my anger is so aggressive and violent, not <laughs> physically just, it surges in my body. No one knows because I hide it. But the <laughs> thoughts I go through for about three minutes after someone leaves me on red or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> I. It's the chaotic anger inside your mind. <laughs> it's Aries anger and it comes. <laughs> and it, like if Edward saw that, he'd probably be like, okay, time to lock the doors. You stay in here. Um, he, you know, he's, he'd be a good one to have around though, to have that anger. He's yeah, good about true. keeping it in check. Oh yeah. As someone who like kind of just binged Twilight, who's your favorite character? I'm curious. It's kind of, okay. I <laughs> want it to give me a moment to explain. Cause I want it to be Jacob, but he becomes douchey. Yeah, dude. And it's like, take your time. <laughs> He could be such a warm, fuzzy, little, such a warm, cozy, supportive, actual monster. But instead, he's like immaturely dramatic. The opposite dramatic of Edward, who's mm-hmm. classically like a classical drama queen. He's just <laughs> like a, I don't know. It's annoying. I'm like, okay, you could be so fuzzy and warm and you could have been the one. But no. And so that's like, hmm, headcanon, like, he is my favorite. But my favorite character then besides that, mm-hmm, that's, I really do like, it's really hard because they're all, they're, like, Edward, Alice, and Jasper are really cool to me. Mm-hmm. Edward's my favorite, hands down. He's my favorite character. I love an anxious boy. Uh, yeah, I relate to him in that <laughs> way. I am an anxious boy. um dramatic too Um, yeah he's cool but the only thing that bothers me is he literally is like so poetic off the bat like right (laughs) off the bat like he fell in love right off like after a hundred years it took him like a week to fall immaculately in love Mm -hmm. but besides that I love Edward Jasper's cool mostly because I make up a lot of stuff that probably does not exist but I think he's like such a cool I wish we got more into Jasper like Midnight Sun did give some, but I wish we, he could like there was like um a side movie or like side show or something because he seems like a cool dude. Like you know, you just go wanna buy some Port Angeles weed with him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah he has a lot of potential. He does. He's so fun. Or y'all couldn't you you wouldn't even have to get high. Just be like snap. There you go. I know. Like Jasper, make yeah. make it flow. <laughs> But Alice is just so um, powerful. Like she seems so small, but she holds so much power in her, um, not just abilities, but the way that she's kind and holds back and the way that she's herself. There's just so much, I don't know, very uh, admirable kind of power within herself that I love to see. I love that. I love how powerful she is and Jasper too, but they're such a great team because they don't use their powers for evil, which they easily, easily could. They just oh, choose yeah, not, for to, sure. not even because of Carlisle, not for any other reason than they just like are like, now nah, that would suck. Yeah. Imagine how manipulative they could be towards each other. Like uh, if they got on bad <laughs> terms, they would be like a, an explosion. <laughs> incredible yeah if any vampires like get into a fight yikes like (laughs) 
But listen, we know what you mean about Jacob. There are entire chapters of these four, five books that we just ripped out and threw away, crossed out with Sharpie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jacob, Jacob chapter. Oh, who's there? <laughs> Did you hear the doggy? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a dog. She's a one year old German Shepherd. Oh, my Aww. goodness. I'm never going to be mad about a dog on my podcast. Nah. <laughs> And we were talking about the biggest dog in the series. Yeah. I yeah. do love Jacob. I love Jacob. Yeah, we do a lot of um, self-editing <laughs> as we discuss things. We throw away the parts we don't like. So oh my gosh. <laughs> that's the beauty of the fandom. You can mm-hmm. just do it. No, it truly is. Yes. All right. So before we let you go, is there anything else you wanted to touch on? Any comments? And also, if you can let everybody know where to find you online. Yeah, for sure. Um, last things I didn't talk about. Talked about pretty much everything. Yeah, I'm excited to see everyone at FTF with V. By the way, V is amazing. I love her being my Alice. It's like wonderful. I know you're gifted. You've been gifted a prize. Like she's amazing. We are, we're talking to her in a, in a couple of weeks and I'm so excited to talk to her again. She always has such insightful things about cosplay and the fandom and stuff like that. Oh yeah, for sure. And she's so much fun to be around. She's so sweet and very, um, a very balanced person. Like she can really see, um, every side to people's stories and yeah she's just so fun I remember last year when we first met like fast and like I don't know if you saw her post yesterday but we we had to be very um affectionate and romantic right <laughs> after meeting and I was like bro what's going on <laughs> but no we have great chemistry too now like we get along so well I feel one thing I told her is like when I was out in Forks it was so cool I was sitting in the back seat as we were driving to one of the things and we were a car full of vampires and it like hit me all of a sudden I was like whoa like I felt like they were vampires I felt like a vampire it was like whoa and I'm in forks it was just a surreal moment and I was like damn well yeah. what's amazing I love to hear that point of view because as a fan um and as somebody who came to the festival and saw you guys walking around it feels very real you're in character we're looking at you going that's the real thing like everything's immaculate everything is perfect from head to toe the way you guys stay in character the way you hold very still things like that makes it so real for for us um i think that's why people are a little afraid to approach you it's a little overwhelming and it's a little scary but to hear that you also had that moment of like whoa this is actually happening is like very good to hear because then you it makes you feel more approachable. like humanizes uh-huh. yeah <laughs> right no, like humanizes me. yeah it was really cool and even like the i think the dances especially when especially the um women vampires who had such unique and put together outfits wow like i was just like taking some videos and i was like what they look so good they do I know no, as soon no as um, as soon as B and Sam did their outfit changes, I was like, I'm just gonna go lay in the gutter and let <laughs> the rain wash over me because it, it was too much. They would looked perfect. It's perfect. It was a red carpet moment for them. I was like, oh, yeah. y'all, that's good. 
Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfection. But yeah, and then let's see. That's that. You can find me at I have a couple accounts, but my main like account that I post um some of my stuff and where I'll post my music, but also you know, Edward and Jasper and stuff is the I am Krauser at I am Krauser. But also if you don't already follow the Olympic Coven, just follow the Olympic Coven and you can find um, Jasper at the great Jaspy and it's GR8. My little saying for that is like, have y'all seen um, the great Gatsby? Yes. So you know how he says old sport? Yeah. Yes. So like, (laughs) are you doing old vamp? (laughs) Big fan. Love that. Oh yeah. That's that's my little, the great Jaspy. And then if you want to find my Edward account, he is tragically Edward at tragically Edward. Perfect. Um, And then if the whole dreaming in twilight accounts, you know, um, dreaming in twilight. So that one. And then I think that's, the main ones you can find my other random accounts that I have through those ones too but cool perfect what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna post all of those in the show notes and then I'm I am going to also um post all of the the other ones too like the Jacob one and the of oh yeah we'll just make like a highlight on our account of everybody we're chatting with yep so so it'll be in the show notes and it'll be on our account too and anybody wants to find Charles and follow him on everything. He's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that is a wrap up of our wonderful interview with Charles. We want to thank you so much for coming and talking to us. It's been a pleasure. I, like I said a few times, I was I've been a little bit starstruck to talk to you for the past year, and so I'm really glad that you said yes to this interview. It was really fun, and um, I think I learned a lot about you that I was kind of surprised about I didn't um expect you to not have ever heard of Twilight or I mean read or seen Twilight before but you like just jumped into it so well you're like a true professional in that yeah. way I'm very impressed <laughs> just like saying yes and then being swept into like this whole <laughs> thing is very impressive and definitely shows how skilled you are and I love everything about it I cannot wait to absolutely mob you when we get to Twilight uh, yes. festival what is it forever twilight and forks festival in september yep. we are very excited to come and we'll we'll find to find you and we'll be like remember we talked to you on a podcast yeah we look very different in person we do <laughs> i'm much shorter <laughs> we're going to continue our interview series next week so stay tuned we're going to talk with someone else from the twilight community again so uh look forward to that in your feeds and charles do you have a remember for us yeah um and remember come drop it with jaspy oh yeah (laughs) we will love you guys bye you've been remembering twilight with Marin and emily you can stay in touch on instagram twitter and facebook at remember twilight podcast please consider joining us on patreon for a weekly bonus episode access to our notes original artwork and to connect with our awesome community you can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.